Good morning. Uh, this is Monica from the Father's Church um, on Sunday, December the 15th. Uh, this is our Wisdom Seekers class. Um, the message the Lord gave me was, the, he gives me a word or just a couple words, but usually just a word, and the word is endure. Um, so I'm going to go read a, some definitions of the word, and then I've got several pages of scripture that I wanted to share. Okay, endure is a verb to continue in the same state, to remain firm under suffering or misfortune without yielding, to undergo especially without giving in, to regard with acceptance and tolerance. To experience, to feel, have, know, pass, see, suffer, sustain, taste, undergo, witness. To bear, to suffer, to endure, to abide, tolerate, to stand means to put up with something trying or painful. Bear usually uh, implies the power of sustaining without flinching or breaking. Suffer often um, uh, suggests acceptance or passivity rather than courage or patience in bearing. Like suffering many insults. Endure means to it implies continuing firm or with resolve through trials and difficulties. Okay, abide is suggest acceptance without resistance or protest. Tolerate is suggesting suggests overcoming or successfully controlling an impulse to resist, avoid, or re or uh, resent something uh, that's injurious or distasteful. Refuse to tolerate such treatment. Stand. Continue. Last. Endure. Abide. Persist. Means to exist over a period of time. process going through I think you've got the gist of it there okay so I looked up scriptures with uh, endure so I have Matthew 10 22 and ye shall not ye shall be hated of all men for my sake but he that endures to the end will be saved and there's like three or four scriptures that are basically the derivative same same concept Matthew 24 13 but he that shall endure unto the end the same shall be saved okay mark 1 uh, mark 4 rather uh, and he had no root in themselves and so endureth but for a time afterward when affliction and persecution arises for the uh, wor world's the word's sake immediately they are offended 
So in that we're talking about uh, Mark chapter 4. And I kind of went back a little bit on that one. To I started at 1. And it's talking about the, the sower. You know, and the seeds that were sown and they were thrown on on uh, uh, by the wayside and the fowl, the fowl of the air came and got it and it was thrown on stony ground and uh, it was scorched by the sun and some fell on thorns and grew up and was choked out and the other fell on good ground and did yield fruit that sprang up and increased and brought forth some thirty, some sixty, and some hundred. You know, and it's it's basically it's talking about our, our lives, about our our purpose, about you know our calling, and that we are to be rooted and grounded, and that we are to persist and pursue and go forward, and no matter what is coming our way or what's coming at us, whether it's uh, from without or from within, uh, you know, our, our purpose, our goal, our focus has to be to go deeper, to go deeper in the Father, to go deeper in our times of commune and fellowship and our intimacy with the Father so that we, we are constantly um, be receiving the nutrients and, you know, the, the, the water the sun as you know as the, the grain but in our lives we need to be doing the same where we're receiving that from the father and that we're being uh, replenished and and uh, we're growing and we're being nurtured and we're being developed and so you know we have to abide whatever it is I mean we've been doing this a long time and we've had to endure a lot and we've had to go through a lot but uh, this is the hoopameno, you know, and it's uh, to stay under, to remain, figuratively, to undergo, to bear, bear trials, have fortitude, preserve, abide, endure, to uh, be patient, to suffer, to tarry. And so um, the Lord had given me some, uh, some, another topic and I started studying it out and as I got into it it's like this was kind of as I dug through and removed and you know kind of studied out and then it's just kind of the depth of the deep part of it was the endure part and so that's kind of the fruit of the study that I got so um, and then we're going to look at John chapter 6 Wait, I'm sorry, I, mi I missed Mark 13, I'm sorry. And ye, sh ye sh shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, but ye that shall endure to the end shall be saved. So those are all kind of the same, but I didn't want to miss it because I did have it on my paper. Okay, John chapter 6. And Jesus answered them and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, ye seek me not, you seek me, not because you sow the miracles, but because ye did eat of the loaf, and you are filled. And that's in this that's of the spirit. That's you know what we we've eaten of the truth, we've eaten of the good things of God, we've eaten of 
life. And that's him. Labor not for the meat which perish, but for that meat which endureth unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you, for him hath God the Father sealed. And that's us. We are sealed in the Father. And, you know, whatever it is that he asks us to stand for, we're going to do it because we have been bought with a price and we have committed. Uh, so this is meant to be an encouragement because, you know, we've, we're all, we've, we've all gone through different things and we're all in kind of different places and different seasons, but we're all heading in the same direction. <clears throat> okay, so Romans 9. Okay, 922. <clears throat> you know, you, you think about the power of God and the power to raise up and to put down the power to uh, the power that he has and the power that he he holds um, what if God was willing to show his wrath and to take his power uh, in, in you know against that would be an, an amazing dreadful thing but God has also the power to hold and to sustain and to have mercy and compassion and to and empathy and so <clears throat> what if God is willing to show his wrath and to make his power known endured with such long suffering the vessels of wrath fitting to destruction I mean those days are coming but we're in a season now where God is he's definitely extending grace and he's extending uh, a season for for the world to turn and to come back and to uh, be awakened and to submit, to yield, to surrender to uh, lay down all the things that are bogging down lives and he's 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 ever merciful and he is extending this to his people and you know we are called as intercessors to pray that through to be in partnership with him but there will be a day when he his hand is done and, I, you know, we are to endure through whatever it is he asks us to go through uh, in partnership to see the, the awakening that's coming throughout the world. Okay, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. Charity suffereth long and is kind. 
charity envieth not, charity vaunteth not, itself is not puffed up, doth not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not his own, is not easily provoked, thinking no evil, rejoice not in the iniquity, but rejoice in the truth. Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Charity never failed, but whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Where, where there is knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. So we are to endure. Second Thessalonians. <clears throat> Grace unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is meet because, thou, because that your faith groweth exceedingly and the, ch and the charity of every one of you all toward each other aboundeth. So that, our, that we ourselves glory in you in the churches of God for your patience and your faith in all your persecution and tribulation that you endure which is the manifest token of the righteous judgment of God that ye may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God for which ye also suffer seeing it is a righteous thing that God to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you and to you who are troubled, rest with us when the Lord God, Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God and that obey not the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. When he shall come to be glorified in his saints and to be admired in all them that believe because our testimony among you was believed in that day. Wherefore also we pray always for you that our God who count you wor worthy of his calling and full, fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of the, fa of the faith and, and the power, that in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you and ye in him according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Mm-hmm.
believers unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you? That phrase, the Son of Man is the one who's giving us the meat which endures unto everlasting life, is that just a referral to the fact that he's the Word? Is that why it's the Son of Man that's giving us the meat that endures? Yeah. So okay. I think she's <laughs> <laughs> I believe I asked the question. Yeah, I said yes. You did. You did. You did. Well, I wanted an answer. I said yes. And so I didn't have anything else to say. Okay. I didn't know if you had a thought. I was hoping someone would shed some revelation on that, but no one did. So, you know, whatever. I don't have the revelation. I asked a question. <laughs> He's giving us heat. You shot us. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, the next one, Second Timothy 2, 1 through 10. Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is Jesus Christ. And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, and the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that warreth entangle himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier. But yes, we are to endure because we are called. And we are called into the army of God and we are his Amen. soldiers. And we are not to tangle ourselves with the things of the world, but only in the things of the Lord. Did you have a thought, Mark? I'm just saying that, that one's always a challenge there for all of us. To not be entangled. Right. And if any man also strive for mastery, yet it is he, is he not crowned ex except to strive for the lawful? The husbandman that laboreth must be first partaker of the fruit. Consider what I say, and the Lord give thee understanding in all things. Remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead according to the gospel. Wherefore, I suffer trouble as an evildoer even unto the bonds by the word of God is not bound. Therefore, I endure all things for the elect's sake that they may also obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus to eternal life. It is a faithful saying, for if ye, if we are dead with him, we shall be alive with him. If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. 
If we deny him, he will also deny us. If we believe not, yet he abideth. If if we believe not, yet he abideth fruitful, we can't deny him. Of these things put them in remembrance, charging them before the Lord that they strive not about about words to no profit, but to subvert of the hearer, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Uh, I'm going to jump down to Hebrews 6, 1. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works or of faith toward God, of the doctrine of baptism, and to lay on of hands the resurrection of the dead, and the eternal judgment. And this I will do, for it it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted the heavenly fruits and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the world to come if thou shalt fall away to renew themselves unto repentance, seeing they crucified to themselves the Son of God afresh and put him to an open shame. For the earth which drinketh in the rain that cometh oft upon it and bringeth forth herbs, meet them by whom it is dressed, receiveth blessing from God, but that which beareth thorns and, and bears is rejected, and is nigh unto cursing, whose end is to be burned. But behold, ye are persuaded better things for you, and things that accomplish salvation, that we thus speak. For God is not unrighteous to forsake your works and labor of love, which ye have sown toward his name in that ye have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope unto the end. Yeah, I want to know about that verse back there. Human side. Well, that passage, that passage is a mouthful. Yeah. Because there are so many parts of it that really every part of it tells us keep moving forward. That's right. Keep moving forward. Don't fall back. Don't abandon course. Keep moving forward. And that's a that's a mouthful. Well, that just that chapter itself would just be a lesson. (laughs) 
I think I think a lot of the through the years, uh, a lot of the connotation of endureth uh, meant for many people to hold fast, to to stay your ground, and what you're saying is what I believe too, which is move forward. Right. You endureth by moving forward. Right. You don't endureth by standing still, standing ground, and. Well, just, that's, that's the funny that, thing that's about such standing. A big yeah, standing doesn't mean you're not moving. It just means you're not giving up. It means yeah, you're yeah. in a position to move. You're just not you're not going to give up. Right. Yeah. I, it, I let me be more clear. A lot, the bit, a lot of the church thinks it means don't do anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You endure it, so you just don't do anything, right? <laughs> so right. you know. Find new ways to make this one little place. <laughs> so I mean, it, it's a whole different concept to keep moving forward. But that is the truth. That is really the state of the church. There's no still after standing. Because <laughs> if you're standing, you're really backing, you're moving backwards. Because you're not progressing. If you think about it. Yeah. You know? Because you've got to be you active. You can't grow in grace and not move. There's going to be some change. That's right. But what about that scripture that says, be still, so you know that I'm God? <laughs> That's your spirit. That's, to me, that's talking about your soul. And then you're not supposed to be still. That's some of the verses that they would cite. While we're talking about it, I was going to go to that verse about the Son of Man. Let's, let's focus on Son of God. So we just stand on the word and keep moving forward, right? I want to stand still on the verse about the Son of Man. All right. The next one would be Hebrews 10. Um. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of God. And I was talking about that at the beginning. Because, you know, we're in a season of, of grace and he's moving us forward and he's showing us new things and he's developing us and he's taking us into new realms and he's taking us into deeper places. The call to remembrance the former days in which, after ye were illuminated, ye endured a great fight of affliction. So we need to remember that whatever it is, we are to move forward and to endure. Uh, stand still and move backwards. Okay, Hebrews eleven twenty seven. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, and he endured as seeing him who 
is invisible. Through faith he kept kept the Passover and the sprinkling of the blood, lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch him. By faith he passed through the Red Sea as by dry land. We're talking about the journey. Hebrews 12, 1-3, Therefore, seeing we are all compassed about with a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that was set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despised the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your mind. Ye have not yet resisted unto blood, striving against sin. It's true. And ye have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children. My son, desire not thou the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth. The scorneth every son whom he received. If ye endure chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the father chasteneth not? But, but if ye be without chastening, whereof all you are partakers, then ye are bastards and not sons. Therefore we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us, and we gave them reverence. Shall we not uh, much rather... Be subject unto the Father in the spirit and of and life, for they, for they verily, for a few days chasten us after their own pleasure. But he, for our profit, that he might be partakers of his holiness. And and we want that. Now no chastening for. The present seems to be joyful, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterwards, it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. Therefore, lift up your hands, which hang down, and your feeble knees, and make straight paths of your feet, lest that which is lame be turned out of the way, but let it rather be healed. Follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man can see God. Looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and therefore may be defiled. <coughs> over 
to James chapter 1. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greetings. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given to him. But let him ask in faith nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like the wave of the sea, giving with the wind and tossed. For let not the man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways, let the brother of, a, of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted, but the rich in that he is made low, because as the flower of the grass he shall pass away. For the sun is no longer risen with the burning heat, but it withereth the grass, and the flower withereth, therefore falleth. And the grace of the fashion of, the, of it perish, so also shall the rich man fade away in his ways. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for when he is tried he shall receive a crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. James chapter 5. James 1, I'm sorry. But the word of the Lord endureth forever, and this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. Okay, 1 Peter 2, 13. Submit yourself to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether it be to kings or, or supreme, or unto governors as unto them that are sent by him for the pu uh, punishment of evildoers and for the praise of them that uh, do well. For so is the will of God that with well-doing ye may put to silence the ignorance of the foolish man, as free and not using your liberty for the cloak of maliciousness, but as of the servant of God. Honor all men, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. 
Servants, be subject to your masters with all fear, not only to the good and the gentle, but also to the froward. For this is thankworthy. If a man for conscious toward God endure grief, suffering, and wrongfulness. For what glory is it if when we be buffeted for your fault, we shall take it patiently. But if when you do well and suffer for it, you take it patiently, this is acceptable to God. So we need to remember who we're doing this for, why, why we're enduring, why we are persisting, pursuing, persevering, because it's our calling and it is our walk before the Lord. And we are to continue because ultimately it's him that we are serving, honoring, um, worshiping, and loving. So we are to be patient, we are to abide, and we are to continue to press on in the things that God has called us to and the many new things that are yet to be revealed to us. Well, I just want to say, not about that verse I was talking about earlier, but, um, you know, Scott taught on this last week. Okay. But from a different perspective a little bit, but still, apparently the Lord is trying to say something to us. So I just want to make that, you know, just make that statement that we need to really be paying attention, you know, I don't know if you're going through something right now that you feel like you're enduring, you know, you're actually you know, standing in the trenches and you, know, you feel like you're having to walk through something that's difficult. But if you're not, I feel like this may be a season that we're going to encounter maybe some of that. And so just keep in mind the Lord is really encouraging us and giving us the word that we need in order to, you know, continue and, and stand fast and move forward at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just feel like whenever, that's just interesting. There's a reason why you weren't here last week to hear, not hear him because you probably wouldn't have done it. That you know, you would have said, oh, well, he just taught that, so right. I can't teach that again. Right. So, I don't know, I just think that's kind of important. It's almost yeah. like a double issuance, mm-hmm. you know, in the Word. So there's, there's something the Lord is really trying to say to us through this. Yeah, because I kept, I mean, I had something else, and that just as I, like I said, as I went through, and I just kept going through, it's like it just wasn't it, you know, and then it was like, endure was what the Lord gave me, and so, I'll have to listen to Scott's and see the whole picture of what God's trying to say to all of us, because he says it in parts and in pieces. I just have a thought about, about that verse um, this is just um, we're talking about enduring and, and it's talking about the son of man is giving us that meat mm-hmm. and it's what sticks out in my mind is the son of man I mean Jesus came he was born to 
a human. And so he came, you know, he was half human, half God. And, I mean, fully God, but you know what I mean. And so he had to endure as being part human. And he he gives us that meat. And, you know, it says the Father has set his seal. He's given his approval on what Jesus, uh, his, his enduring and giving us the meat to endure. I think I'd like to give a testimony to follow up with that train of thought. Um, you had a scripture that you read, I, I think it's page two, and it was Second uh, Thessalonians chapter one, verse four, but you went on, I'll read that, uh, so that we ourselves glory in you in the churches of God for your patience and faith in all your persecutions and tribulations that ye endure. But you went on to read, and um, this is kind of what triggered in me, uh, verse 10, when he shall come to be glorified in his saints and to be admired in all them that believe. And all of a sudden, this just came right to my mind. Um, I teach a class part-time, and I like the class. It's, it's very similar to what I did as a teacher with small children. These are adults. You know, I'm working on English, listening, speaking, reading, writing. But what has happened this year is they have new leadership. They have taken the leadership we had and kind of moved them down a step and they put in new leaders, and there's a lot of contention. Mm -hmm. And so uh, here I am, enjoying this little job, uh, teaching these adults, helping them. Um, Great people, they come from all over the world. Most of them are very well educated. And I'm thinking, why am I uh, putting up with this? You know, I could be doing other things or just not doing this particular thing. And, you know, I've really talked to the Lord about it because I'm thinking, I don't really need this aggravation. Not coming from the class, not coming from the people. They, uh, they bless me. They really do. They don't realize they are, but they do. But uh, it's the people that uh, manage the teachers. And it's, it's very exasperating for me. And uh, Dennis also has a class, and I know that he senses that as well. And, you know, we've even talked about it, you know, should we be doing this? Is is this what God wants us to be doing? You know, with our, you know, part time, and uh, what happened? And I've really prayed about it. So this week, we had a Christmas party, and one of the things we had to do at the very end of class was we had to award certificates to the students, and everybody got a certificate. <clears throat> and so my turn came, and. Uh, you have a little bit of freedom about how you're going to do that. And so uh, I've done it now several years. So I, I had gotten a lot of feedback. They, they said how they liked me kind of commenting on their, uh, let's see, their learning traits or possibly their personality traits. You know, that's not necessarily the words they use, but that's really what they're saying to me. So, you know, and I have the freedom to do that. So I'm just standing up there, and so I, I call a name, and then I would start talking about them. Well, <laughs> um, I am talking to people who are atheists, <laughs> who are Hindus, Muslims. I mean, I can just go on and name a lot of 
religions. And uh, here I am, you know. And so they know I'm a Christian. They know I read the Bible. They know I attend church faithfully. They know all that. And uh, so I got up there, and I started talking about my students. And um, like I've done before many times. And so um, to bring it to a conclusion, uh, afterwards, uh, we went back in uh, to another room, and uh, we had desserts. And so it was kind of one of these things where we, you know, had seconds and thirds and fourths, and so we had gone back in there, and, and we were also kind of cleaning up too. And um, and this this has happened before. This wasn't anything new. Uh, they'll come up and you know thank me for being their teacher or you know the kind words. It was different this time, and. Um, I think that the Lord was trying to tell me this. And uh, how do you, it was hard, but how do you talk about God the Father and Jesus Christ, his son, and what they've done for us in a secular way? You know, it doesn't have the impact that it does when we use our Bible and, and speak with spiritual words. <laughs> You know, I'm with conviction, and uh, I mean, I think I speak with conviction. But uh, they started talking to me about, and it wasn't just one person. They started talking to me about how did I know about their past? Well, uh, that's no mystery to the people here that are sons of God. You know, I was actually prophesying. I, I. <laughs> I wasn't going in with that intent, I, but I just realized that I was exercising that scripture. You know, I was trying to be glorified as his saint and to be mired in them that believe. And so I, I feel very strongly that they uh, trust me, they respect me. And so, and, and I've always said that I try to speak the truth. And then, you know, I'm giving them examples with stories fiction, nonfiction, stuff like that. I always talk to them about that. But uh, they kept asking me about that. And I'm like, dear Lord, how do I tell them this? In a secular way, it's almost impossible. But, because uh, there was a whole room full of people. So I did, I talked to them. And I said, Lord, I just pray that what I said was planted in their spirit. Mm -hmm. Because it's kind of like I can't, I can't really go there. I can't really be the prophet that I know I am. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to be. But um, I felt like he sent that message to me very strongly, and um, and I think I can connect with endurance because it was like I wanted to stop this nonsense mm -hmm. that's been flowing down from the top right. because it's been very. You know, you have to kind of push that out and I would just focus on the class. But it's funny how all the people that I work with are part-time, and they're giving us this frustration. I don't, I don't understand that. You know, but God knows, God knows the situation. And if you wanna interject, you can't, oh, he's saying no. But uh, the Lord really made that very real to me this week. And I realized it's my experiences, but I can't tell you how much uh, I've been thanking God for that because I didn't want to do this mm -hmm. anymore. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is silly. Why Why am I putting myself through all of this aggravation? I can stop that right now. Mm -hmm. okay. It's the end of the semester. The thing is, 
It's all about our experiences. That's how God relates to us, is through our experiences. And, and as much as what you're doing is for them, and he obviously has you there for a reason, he made a point to let you know he has you there. Yeah, and did. that is what actually helps you to endure. Yes. Yeah. Because, and he does that. He's so good to let us know that this is him, and you're not in vain doing something because you just have a good whim or, you know, you have a noble thought or you just want to make a little extra money or whatever your, yeah. whatever your, your motivations might have been when sure. you signed up. But sure. that he actually put that desire in your heart and that that's why you're there. And when he lets you know, it changes everything. Oh, it does. It, it, oh, I have a whole new perspective now right. on that whole scenario. When we get tired of it, we think to ourselves, um, how else are they going to see the light? Right. Yeah. And while we we know the obligation mm -hmm. to represent Christ, if if you do it in the sly, you know, mm -hmm. uh, in the sly, it's it's almost becomes deceitful because you know you can't. Mm -hmm. But if you do something that you know you're not supposed to do. That's deceitful. So you're kind of caught, squeezed in this pressure cooker to want to testify and not and, and know what's going to happen if you do. Thank you. Because there are those who will overhear. Right. And and uh, it it's a it's a different environment for us because you know in our past we have been able to speak to non Christians. <coughs> In a Christian world, right? But these are non-Christians who come from a non-Christian world, and so that's different. And, and the uh, times are different because now you're not allowed to. But now we're not you'll allowed. Be, yes. You'll be in trouble. Yeah. 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 And and even if nobody caught you, you're still being sneaky. Yeah. And God doesn't sponsor that. That's right. No. Because so, He can work through things that are on the up and up. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's kind of the frustration of the. To pull one direction and the other. Uh, yeah. Well, I had so a similar that's thing. The light. You say that I wasn't thinking of it, so y'all brought that up. But I had this similar thing happen this week because I'm ministering to a neighbor who's transgender, and um, we've spent a lot of time talking. There's a lot of receptiveness, but then there are seasons where I see that blatant spirit just, and I. <laughs> And I got frustrated last week, and it really, it really grieved me because I just felt like, um, and I know we don't, we wrestle with the spirit. I know that, but there was an encounter we had, and there was just a lot of, like pushback, and I could just see a lot of the spirit coming at me in this person, and I just thought, what am I doing? You know, why, why am I doing this? Same thing like I was wasting my time you know it's like and then it just grieved me because I didn't expect to see it kind of turn around and come back at me and so I had shared with one of the girls in the office and, and uh, she sent me a thing telling me that she was praying for me and that she um, she knew I was teaching today and she said oftentimes we get tired and we want to throw in the towel and quit before the Lord decides to answer our prayer because we are impatient. 
How many times do we forfeit the blessing of God because we throw in the towel a moment too soon? How often do we miss out on the reaping of the harvest because we grow weary and we quit? If the Israelites only marched around the wall six times instead of seven, the wall would have not fallen down. She said, I was thinking of your neighbor and the, and the importance of persevering through that relationship, relationship because you just never know what will come of her life and, and when she will need the hope that you have. If God is with us, who can be against us? She sent that to me yesterday morning, first thing, and I just I felt so encouraged, and I'm like, okay, well, Lord, you're just giving me all this to teach on and preparing, and then she sent me this, and then you say that. So, you know, we all have our own journey. Whatever it is that God's asked us to walk through, you know, we, we, we have to set aside how it makes us feel or how we're offended or how we're hurt or we're disappointed or whatever, and we have to see what is God saying about that thing he's asked us to be part of, to be mm-hmm. partner with, to walk through, to pray through, to stand for. And so thank you for sharing that because I would have never shared that. But it goes along with the same thing. So, <clears throat> Mark? I, I was looking at the Hebrews 11, mm-hmm. verse 27. Mm-hmm. And as you guys were talking, um, it just struck me that, you know, it says, by faith, uh, and then it says by Moses, he forsook Egypt. And then the second part is he, he didn't fear the wrath of the king. Right. And, but then he endured. How did he do it? Because he was looking beyond the physical, and he saw the, the invisible, and that's the thing that kept him mm-hmm. with the problem. And, and that's we all struggle with. I mean, right. the, our, our humanity wants to kind of go, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to run. Let me find a juniper tree or right. whatever. And we tend to go and hide there. We do. We mm-hmm. retreat rather than going, okay, God, what is? What you, I mean. We might have a fleeting thought of like, okay, well, Lord, I know this is has more eternal significance, and I don't necessarily get it initially. Sometimes it takes me time, and um, um, but He's always faithful, and we, we if we can keep our our vision focused on seeing the invisible, mm-hmm. then that will help us stay properly aligned mm-hmm. in our in our thinking. Mm-hmm. Really but the word endured there it stems to uh, goes back to the root word kratos. Okay. Which is very, very interesting too. We need the power that's from the throne to yeah. be able to endure. Yeah. Right. Um, being in Egypt and not not stepping into fear. And I have a hard time expressing my thoughts there, but I was trying to say earlier. Great job. <clears throat> um, too many times we think of enduring as. Uh, Remaining a Christian and resisting temptation. Don't do anything wrong and stay current in your prayer life, stay current with the Lord. And what all of these verses are telling us is to endure within the plan and purpose of God. And a lot of people, even us, years ago, right? I don't want to take pride in saying not now, okay, but a lot of people will, will 
feel that they are enduring because they've resisted temptation. But enduring within the plan and the purpose, that's what Moses did. He could have stayed in Egypt and not done anything like come back for his people. But enduring meant that he stayed within the plan of God and he was obedient to the plan of God and, and did it. And too many times we're just sort of in neutral. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he wants us to kick it into low gear and take off uh, within his plan. I was going to read more about that, but then I decided to pass over because I've read a lot of scripture today. So, But um, that's true, very true. And I'm going to go back and study that out some more because that's very powerful. Anyone else? Well, thank you very much for participating. And uh, Father, we just close these words and we just uh, seal them in our heart, Lord, that we may be exactly where we need to be, exactly where you want us to be, exactly uh, with this, the right heart, the right motive, the right desire, Father, the right um, heart of obedience and a heart of being yielded to you, Lord. Thank you. Stacy will be 